Oh, I am so excited to share this episode and how I lost like 70 pounds and the photos are here. We're actually sharing the photos. And holy moly, it's like breaking the fourth wall, the matrix and inception, because in those photos and me finding the photo, I found an audio recording of the day I took the photo, which was the day I birthed three models that are the reason that this is so easy and I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I share it all in today's podcast. So I'm super excited. I'm slightly nervous because I feel very raw, real, exposed and vulnerable. Uh, because the photos are out and um, I see nothing but love and grace in them now, but there were some memories. And so uh, please be gentle. Please be kind. I love you. I can't wait to hear what you think of today's episode, but without further ado, let's get into the show. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George show. And I can honestly say I have never been more excited to be humble. I've never been more full of self-love for myself and even talking about this. And I'm excited. I was actually prepping. I've been prepping to do this episode since Bali. And this episode is about the last three years. Uh, Three years ago, I weighed 238 pounds. And for those of that have followed me long enough, know that I've always had a roller coaster up until this point of my weight. Uh, For those that are new, (laughs) welcome to the story. Uh, But what's so different about this one is uh, I'm the happiest and healthiest I've ever been. And everybody's been asking, what's the secret? What's the secret? And the secret is self-honesty, like radical, radical self-honesty. And I'm going to explain a little bit more, but let me, let me kind of paint the picture because I was prepping for this. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have a Monday show that's like, 45 minutes, they're going to hate me. And I was like, no, wait, no, I'm not. The entire undertow of this episode for me is simplicity and consistency. And this is just my story. And so let me paint the after picture. So I'm, I turned 40 this year. I am genuinely the happiest and healthiest I've ever been. I'm uh, 170 pounds. Uh, I'm only training like three days a week for 45 minutes uh, hard. And then the rest of it is just walking and then eating really, really clean and taking care of my body, but for the right reasons. And the before state, which I'm including these photos and I'm really, really proud of myself. I actually didn't take these photos, but this is what's so interesting about today's podcast. The before photo that I took about three and a half years ago I found in my phone the audio recording that I recorded in my stillness practice or after it in this clarity because in this photo I have a slight smirk and to be 240 pounds and have a slight smirk is kind of contrasty as I would say. Uh, But it wasn't contrasty because I found clarity and for whatever reason in that moment three years ago I was like holy shit I get it. And on paper, 
this was right before COVID, on paper in business and life, everything was literally winning. Like if you painted a picture, people like he's the dream, but I was wearing a black hoodie and hiding all the time, including a lot of my friends now um, who said when they met me in that stage, they never realized till now what I could have looked like, but always kind of wondered how I was able to do some of the physical feats I was and things like that. So I was very, very unhappy and I was unhappy because I was lying to myself. And to summarize that, I had a very wise shaman say to me a long time ago, my biggest challenge in life is that I had no purpose because I was living everybody else's purpose. And even when it came to my health and my wellness, it was always a survival mechanism. And no matter which way I sliced it, every time I would pursue a goal or pursue a habit, I'd always get to 80 to 90% of the finish line and then I'd get close and I'd lose it or I would get there, but then I wouldn't maintain it. And that's been my pattern. And that's been my pattern in business and life and friendships, you name it, that's the pattern. And there were these moments where I just sat there constantly waiting for somebody to show up, for somebody to give me the answer, for somebody to make it easy, for somebody to tell me what to do. And I realized that I wasn't really holding myself accountable. So I have this photo and I found the audio in my phone a week and a half ago where I recorded the clarity that I had. And so in the lens of this being about simplicity and consistency, I'm going to get right to the point. I'm going to read you this audio message. I just transcribed it. I'm going to read it to you and I'm going to talk about it because I recorded this audio message and that is the day that I created a couple of models that I have shared with you. Um, I created the wedge of expectation that day. I started future self journaling that day. I created the SOS model that day. And then that's when I started self accountability and self integrity. And so let me read you this message. And I'm so glad that I have this message. And this message went to somebody in my inner circle, Stefano Safandos. Um, and it was funny. We had a good reflection on this the other day. This was the message that I recorded into my phone. I said, I can't stop thinking about microscopic holes in containers and foundations. I spend my morning in reflection, allowing space for my day, allowing space for clarity, allowing space for vision, allowing space for grounding. And I can't help but notice every day where I unconsciously create microscopic holes in my foundation. I'll be in momentum and flow with routines or with structure for weeks. I'll be consistent with the gym. I'll be consistent with nutrition. I'll be consistent with mindset. I'll be consistent with meditation. And my consistency becomes unconscious. And in that moment, I'm being consistent in habit, but not in presence. I realized I start to create these microscopic holes in my container that I can't see or feel until sometime down the road when the leakiness from those holes has already affected my goals and turned into a self-sabotaging pattern. And so I just realized this morning that I've kept my morning routine of allowing my space and meditation and stillness, but then realized for whatever reason, unconsciously, I stopped writing in my journal. And I had been consistently writing in my journal up until a point. And as I sit here and write today, the results of my life are mind-blowing. And so in realizing that I hadn't been writing in my journal, I was like, wait, when did it stop? When did I stop writing? 
What got in the way? Where did my journal go? And then as I started journaling and I was reflecting, I also realized in that reflection that in mindlessly letting my journal go, I had started making concessions against my own goals and dreams that I had written in that journal. I had made goals with myself in that journal and I would read them every morning. And when not looking at it and reading it, I'd started eating extra meals. I started drinking soda again. I started not prioritizing my sleep. I skipped my workouts. And then I started realizing that when I made that very, and I mean very subtle tweak of like, oh, I don't remember it. I don't remember writing in my journal. I don't remember doing it. I don't remember a decision. I just stopped writing. And that act of breaking my word to myself and being out of integrity or what feels like being out of integrity with what's important to me and what supports me in my vision almost becomes an egoic permission slip to self-sabotage. And so I'm sitting here with a smile on my face and a full heart, recognizing how sneaky the ego monkey chatter brain or whatever it is, and how quickly it defaults or mind defaults to trying to empty or drain the fullness of my heart and soul. And so today on this beautiful morning, I just wanted to say that I see you and here's your cup of coffee, bitch. (laughs) We're going to continue to coexist and my foundation will continue to be strong. And so you can see the smile on my face if you're watching this, or you can hear this, but this, this, this feels like a breaking the fourth wall of myself moment because that day was the day that I realized that I was self-sabotaging because I was setting myself up to fail. I wasn't being consistent with my routines and I wasn't keeping my word to myself. And then I wasn't documenting any of it. So it was staying in my head and I was telling everybody else that I was doing it. And so in the normal pattern of intensity, I had a breakthrough in that moment and I created the wedge of expectations. And I've talked about this on the podcast, but I haven't in a while, so I'll bring it back up. I knew that I needed structure and consistency, but I had resisted it my whole life because of the military in my childhood. But I also knew that I needed to be gentle and have grace with myself. And this was a big part of this lesson that integrated for me in Bali with my dear soul sister of a queen, Julia. I love you so much. And all the women in Bali, I love you so much. Thank you so much for trusting us and coming to Bali and facilitating uh, in that container with me and filling me so much with love and grace for myself. But I created the wedge of expectations that day. And I've talked about this. I knew I just needed momentum back. And so I made a deal with myself that I had to go to the gym every day for 30 days. But I didn't say I had to work out. My deal was that by 7 a.m. every day, my car had to be parked in the gym parking lot and it had to be there for at least 30 minutes. And I think of the 30 days, I think I went into the gym, like 25 of them. And then five of them, I cried in my car. I listened to a podcast. I sat there one day in just like jubilant laughter. But I protected the consistency. And that's when I created the wedge of expectations. And I paired that wedge of expectations with future self-journaling from the incredible Nicole Pera and Benjamin Hardy, which I talk about. And then I put the business stuff in there from Mike Michalowicz. And so in that model I made, which I've talked about with you guys, the Sacred Lightkeeper Quadrants, I talk about how I worked on my mind, my body, my being, and my business. And those are the areas I focus on every day. And if we just use my adult life, the difference between... The 20 years 
yeah, yeah, let's call it 20 years, 18 years of struggle, 20 years of struggle, and now the year of what feels like the easiest year ever is that I made a plan that I actually agreed with for no one but myself. And I said, I want to look this way. I want to feel this way. These are the goals that I want. I want my business to look this way. I want my life to look this way. And then I broke them down and I put it into the wedge of expectations in a measurable way. And I did my future self-journaling around that. And then I created the SOS model as a way to hold myself accountable, knowing that you can't and nobody else can. And if I put my head on the pillow at the end of the day and I lie to myself, I'm not going to make progress. I can only make progress by being honest with myself. And during the day, no matter how bad it gets or how hard it gets, I have an incredible community of people around to support me, but it's still my vision. And so the SOS model was made for me to be able to regulate my emotions, but also to hold myself accountable to not let my journal disappear again or for these micro tweaks or these micro deals that I was making with myself to create this back door. And then the biggest breakthrough that I had when it came to grace was letting go of perfection. And I've quoted it and I talk about it and I wasn't holding myself accountable to it, but I really genuinely truly now know at my core that it is about taking a bite every single day, no matter how small and how big. And if you're not hungry, take a small bite, even if you don't feel like it. And if you're really hungry, go eat the whole buffet that day. But make sure that you're doing it aligned with your goals, aligned with where you want to go, because that's where this game is won. And so I also had to create grace for myself. And that meant letting go of a whole lot of stories and things that I had, but really being gentle with myself. And I'm going to tell you exactly what it looked like. So the deal that I made myself with movement and the one that I still have today is that in my wedge of expectations, which on my best day, what's my training? And on my worst day, what's the minimum I can commit to? And still to this day, my best day is an hour of training with at least 10,000 steps. And on my worst day, it's at least 10,000 steps because I'm really stretching my, my floor right now. But with that, in the morning, in my stillness practice, as a part of that consistency and keeping this up, I ask myself, how do I want to train today? And if my body says, go on a walk, I just go on a walk. If it says stretch, I stretch. If I feel like doing yoga, I do yoga. But then I celebrate every part of it. And I recognize that I just worked on my race car. I don't need to be on the track every day. I don't need to race every day. I need to respect my vehicle. And this has been a big, big year of understanding that like this vehicle is mine. This is the only one that I get. I'm not getting another one, no matter which way I slice it. And this vehicle applies to everything I touch. It applies to my team. It applies to my business. It applies to my clients. It applies to everywhere I go. And it's the most important thing that I have. But I'm the only one who can hold myself accountable to it. And it really, really starts by being honest with what I really want and who I want to be and how I want to feel and how I want to show up in the world. And if at any moment I'm not happy with where I am in my vision or I'm not happy with how that's working, it's still up to me to make an adjustment, to change my behaviors and to bring that back into alignment. And the craziest thing about this whole journey is I've struggled with my weight my whole life. And I can look back in reflection now and say, that I can celebrate every ounce of it because it was my my body surviving and, and going through these moments. But it gave me this incredible knowledge and tool set and 
it's been broken and beaten down, but it still functions oh so well, but I have to take care of it and it's mine. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how much weight it can lift. It doesn't matter how fast it can run. It doesn't matter how far it can go. It doesn't matter how many people I can beat. It matters that I have a relationship with it and that I know what it's capable of and that I take care of it every day. And I think that that's been the most important part because I uh, think what's so funny about this is that um, when I started three years ago, um, really, really finding this clarity that I'm sharing on the podcast today, it didn't really hit until the beginning of this year. And so about 11 months ago. And so from three years ago till 11 months ago, I'd say I'd lost about 20-ish pounds, maybe 25 total over the two years. And it was down and I was like teetering between 200 and 207, which was actually pretty good. I felt pretty good. And then at the beginning of this year, come January, is when it really, really hit me. And that's when I really sat down on a piece of paper and I said, who do I want to be? And, and I'm not joking. I talk about this. I teach this. But I actually took the time to do this and realized that I never really thought about why I trained, why I lifted, why I worked out, why I ate, why I did anything. And it's one of the reasons it didn't stick. And so when I said I really had to make sure that I wanted it, what it was that I wanted once I had clarity in that, and it wasn't because somebody else said I should look a certain way or be able to lift a certain way, but I was like, oh, because I want to feel this way, it literally feels easy now. And it gave me an accurate barometer of what it should feel like when I spend my time and what alignment really feels like. One of the deepest lessons for me is that no matter how many times I've sliced it, if something is out of alignment, no matter how much I consciously try, to continue to get there or to continue to make progress in that direction, it will not happen. And it's just going to make the game a whole lot worse. And for me, I have found that my relationship with my physical body directly correlates to how easy everything else is in my life. My business, my mindset, my relationships, my friend, flow state, abundance, clarity, creativity. And it's something I'm going to protect everywhere. But no matter which way you slice this, whether it's life, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's your relationships, your family, your kids, whatever it is, you are the vehicle. And those things are games. And you always perform and you have to take care of yourself and you have to prioritize it and you have to be honest with yourself. And it's so weird because I, I sit here and reflect on my entrepreneurial journey, the highs, the lows, <laughs> the swings, the pendulum and all of it. And it's it's crazy to reflect back and be able to very, very clearly see the patterns and to see the breaks and to see where the wrong fork was chosen or where that shadow drove a little bit too long or where I didn't hold myself accountable or where I convinced myself that not sleeping was a good idea or <laughs> that I'll sleep when I'm dead or hustle harder or all these things that just sacrificed everything. There really is nothing without you and what you see and feel when you look in the mirror and our relationship with working on it, taking care of ourselves, keeping our word with ourselves and really, really protecting consistency. Consistency is what gives us the evidence. It's on those days where we don't feel like it when we go do it anyways. 
that that evidence collects and makes it easier down the road, but those things have to be aligned. We have to really want those things. And if we don't want those things, we have to find something that we do want and we have to make a plan to start heading in that direction or changing our course. And no matter which way you slice it, if you're listening to this podcast, our lives are like Titanic's. We have history. We have endowment, right? No matter what, if we decide to change course, it's going to take a second and it's going to turn piece by piece. And that's the way that we make adjustments. But we do it with grace. We do it by loving ourselves and we do it by following the plan. And I feel like my chuckles have been, and this is just to break the fourth wall, my entire podcast existence was basically created to hold me accountable to my own shit. And... (laughs) It's really, really crazy to me now because the amount of evidence I have that if I literally just stop talking and do what I say and what I know and what is right in front of me, and if I focus on my mind, which takes me 15 minutes a day, my body at max an hour a day, my state of being 15 minutes a day in my business, and then I hit my floor and my ceiling, and then if something gets in the way, I use my SOS and I come back to it. And then I make sure that I'm really operating in alignment with myself and I'm checking in and I'm heading in the right direction. That vision's the right place. There's no way to lose that game. And I just laugh at myself now because any other excuses I come up with, they just don't stand anymore. And so here's my invitation for you to dream, to dream, to get clear on whatever that is. I don't care what it is. I want you to be excited about whatever it is that you want. And I want you to just get clear on one thing. And then I want you to find a way to work backwards to get it. And I want you to give yourself a chance to win the game. Maybe it only takes 30 days to get to that goal. So set the goal for 180. Maybe it takes six months, set it for a year. See what happens. But I've been really, really obsessed with this daily deposits. And it's to the point where like, even with my step counter, because Miss Ashley and I have a little step competition going. It's so funny because I'll be sitting on the couch and I'm like, you know what? I can get 20 minutes of steps in. And I'm like, oh, I can get 10 minutes of steps in. And it's funny, the other day I was stepping and I literally realized as I was stepping, every one of those moments that I'm choosing, I'm making a deposit in my life. Like that's more time I can spend with Branson. That's more health. That's more movement. That's more mobility. That's more flexibility. And we have these moments around us all the time. And I feel like if we just grab them and use them to our benefit and make sure they're aligned, we can't lose the game. And so... I'm really, really excited to share these photos with you because I'm telling you that they really come from a place of self-love and how I look is a byproduct of not even just self-loving, but self-loving enough to say, hey, I don't want to deadlift 500 pounds anymore. I don't need to be the fastest guy. This is what I want. I want to be flexible. I don't want pain in my body. I want to be able to run with Branson. I want to be able to jump on a trampoline. This is who I want to be in business. This is how I want to show up on my podcast. This is how I can get better at speaking. This is how I can get better on video. This is how I can get better at communicating with my team. Oh, these are muscles. Oh, in order to get a muscle stronger, I have to work it out. And I have to work it out with a plan. And I have to work it out consistently. And I have to follow that plan, even when I'm sore and even when I'm tired, to break through the plateau to keep going. And we got to break these things down piece by piece. But I promise you, that this really boils down to how much you are honest with yourself, who you surround yourself with, and how clear you are on where you spend your time. And then over and over again, the game is won. And so we are here to support you. I'm so, so, so excited. If we can help you, if you want to jump into a customer journey consult, you want one-on-one coaching, you want to set up a call and have coffee, 
you want to come to Montana, you want to come to an event, you want to, I don't know, let's just hang out together. But I'm just excited to share more of this. And we got some stuff coming up. And just so we know, uh, I also have to close this last little loop because I did keep this under 30 minutes. But um, I haven't been talking about this a lot. And I, I said at the event at the beginning of the year, for those that were here and I've been on the podcast, like I was going to come out and talk about it. I was going to talk about the breath. I was going to talk about the meditation. I was going to talk about the mindset. And it was so funny because I was petrified to talk about it. And then this year, I've had so many of my one-on-one clients at minimum 2x, 3x their business in a matter of months by applying the same things. And it finally gave me the confidence and courage to be like, hey, guys, it's not the funnel. It's not the messaging. It's none of it. It's us. And as much as it's a struggle because it's not the fun, sexy thing, it really, really, really is the secret. And so the faster you get that, if you feel called to this, just take a bite out of it and start working on it every day. And I promise you things will get magical. And I mean this, if I can help, DM me on Instagram. If you have a question, DM me on Instagram. If you want to share your wins, DM me on Instagram. If you want accountability, just tell me on Instagram, you're going to DM me every day you do it and you can DM me. I don't know if I'll respond to everyone, but whatever it is, we'll be your accountability partner. You've got this. You're the lighthouse you're worth it. And I'm really, really excited. So what I would love to hear, because there is a little bit of nerve in me to share these photos, uh, I would love to hear what you think, because I will tell you, they are just a byproduct of alignment. I feel amazing. I'm sleeping eight and a half hours a night. My routines are keeping me healthy and happy and giving me something to look forward to. And they're all the things that I've taught you and shared with you today. And so I appreciate you all. We'll have it all linked in the podcast to the wedge, to the SOS, to all these things. And if you guys have any specific questions, ask, please. I'll do an entire another podcast. Um, but yeah, self-love, grace, self-honesty. And when I have those things, if I apply them consistently with ease and grace over a big enough set of time, it really, really matters and it adds up. So have a beautiful day. Remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. I'll either see you in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. But either way, we're out. And I look forward to hearing from you on Instagram. And you should know my Instagram by now. But if you don't, it's at like the at sign because I think that's how you do it. And then it's George Bryant. The it's is included. I-T-S-G-E-O-R-G-E-B-R-Y-A-N-T. We out. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.